1: hello welcome to another episode of our podcast med family i'm the host eric acker of course uh, today we're keeping it simple just me and karen hey so we uh, weeks of uh kind of being more or less not absent per se but using some special episodes to fill on some of the time for christmas and uh last week we had joseph on that was kind of a last minute addition he just kind of happened to be in the area and was willing to sit in front of a microphone and talk, so that was always good. But now it's just going to be us for this week, and then we'll see how week-to-week week it goes. Right. I guess we, I'll, I'll knock off the most important thing, and Karen can pay me later for this. <laughs> uh, so yesterday we celebrated our eighth wedding anniversary, so eight years. We've, we made it. To <laughs> Karen has tolerated me so far. Right. She has not decided to divorce me and that, or kill me, one of the two, you know.
0: Right, because that was on the table.
1: Yeah, there's a life insurance policy somewhere. (laughs) And you are a beneficiary.
0: (laughs) We still need to create a will. Um, (laughs) Things on on the list of things to do, right? Um,
1: Wait, kill me and create a will? No. (laughs) (laughs) Those should be in reverse order, just for for the record.
0: (laughs) If I kill you, I don't get the life insurance policy. Um,
1: Not if it's an accident.
0: I don't even know what to say to that one. How, how would you attribute
1: our, our, our making it eight years, Karen? What, what would you? What, what has kept us alive for so long? Well, me alive for so long?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to that Strengthfinders quiz that we did, where you are very you can get very focused in on things, and my like highest strength was adaptability. So I think that we are a good counterbalance to each other because you you keep me honest a little bit and I keep you honest a little bit
1: that's fair i suppose i mean you more or less keep me from running over on time too much and all i keep time. you from just playing bingo all the time
0: i don't play bingo i'm a <laughs> guy he says he always makes these jokes about how I'm an old lady and yet this whole entire break the last like 3 weeks this has been four glorious, weeks by the way he has just fallen asleep everywhere he's sat like, like an old man how, yeah like an old man <laughs> and he's making all the old lady jokes about me cuz what I enjoy is reading and
1: doing puzzles well the puzzles, puzzles are not fun when you do them by movies. yourself
0: those were things I did with my sisters watch old movies and do puzzles but I haven't seen my sisters in years, so haven't done those in years. So you can't, you can't <laughs> say that those are things like it's enjoyable when you do it with people that you enjoy. Fair enough. So I think the old person in this relationship is you. I bring life to the- life by <laughs> sitting on the couch and snoring? I don't think so.
1: You're <laughs> going to bring the snoring into it now.
0: <laughs> it's a symphony. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> you started Eight this. years. We'll see. We'll
1: see if we got eight more left in us. <laughs> Just kidding. Of
0: course. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah. So we made, I made a special dinner last night and we'll see if we can get a babysitter and a date after this next shelf exam before he starts uh, internal medicine. That's our plan. Yeah. Yeah. About a <laughs> week
1: and a half left of OBGYN before we start the next one, which should be a good 12 weeker. And yeah, so I don't. I'm not, not sure if we're still on board with the movie dates, but we'll see how it goes. We're,
0: oh, what changed?
1: Well, we we can still do. I didn't know if we we would change our mind between now and then.
0: By we, you mean me or you? Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: We're flexible.
0: I thought this was something that you enjoyed and wanted to do.
1: Yeah, well, I, I I do want to see the movie, but like I'm happy to do whatever you want to do. This is a us thing. Like this marriage isn't about me. <laughs> from day one from the wedding, it wasn't about me. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: And this is how our marriage has lasted so long. He makes jokes and I call him on it. <laughs> because I feel like this last three years I'm almost the three years. One in this relationship. Almost three years. Have been about you.
1: But <laughs> I, I gave you four kids.
0: I think it's the other way around, babe. And you should know this being an OB.
1: I contrib-
0: I I gave you four kids. I
1: contributed. We're gonna lose our PG reading here can keep this up. So let's uh speaking of OBGYN, that's a great segue to our next topic. So we finished off that last week of OBGYN. We're starting with two days into the next second week, and I was trying to be really careful about how I worded things last week because I just wasn't really enjoying myself or at least I had high expectations and I was trying to moderate them and trying to figure out how, how I felt about the whole rotation.
0: He was jealous of Joe.
1: There's there a little bit of jealousy there.
0: <laughs> he was jealous of Joe's rotation because he had heard great things about who he was rotating with and then he just hadn't had that experience yet. But it was only two days in.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I know I needed to give my preceptor a lot of grace a little bit because like he he started the week off with he was on call throughout the entire holiday season and so he came in on a Monday through you know doing call which you know can be 24 7 up and out and doing procedures and delivering babies so he was pretty tired on Monday and I think I mentioned he took a piece of wood to the eyeball on two, you know, Monday night and so Tuesday he was in pain and so trying to see patients, literally see patients with his eyes tearing up and so I you know by Tuesday night I was like man we haven't really seen a whole lot he doesn't really interact a lot with us and um, some of that has changed to you know we we did talk to him I think on Thursday Friday and just kind of expressed the desire to uh, get more hands-on opportunities to see a little bit more as we can. We're still limited by the hospital, so we can't go to the hospital and see procedures because there's some contract issues. And then this week, it because the COVID numbers are kind of going up a bit, the hospital now is no longer doing elective procedures. So you know there goes a whole bunch of other stuff that you know we were going to be able to see now not able to see. So that's just kind of how it is at this point we're we're still in clinic we're still seeing patients we don't we're still more or less following uh, our preceptor into the room observing what he gets to do i'm trying to find i'm trying to take a little bit of initiative and find things to do while like so if he gets the ultrasound out to listen to the heartbeat he puts the gel on it and listens i'm trying to like grab the paper towel and give him a paper towel for afterwards so he can clean up the gel so I'm trying to find things to do while I'm in the room, so I make myself look useful, <laughs> as opposed to just this guy in the white coat sitting in the corner of the room staring. I I can't imagine for a, a woman being in the room, being you know pregnant and whatnot and naked from the waist down, like with a with a glorified giant paper towel over their waist. Like whether that's pretty comfortable for them to have this this random guy who doesn't say anything in the room.
0: <laughs> fair
1: <laughs> who's that dude he doesn't <laughs> said anything like yeah it's the guy he just stares we bring him into the room just to stare at the patients like that's comfortable so i'm trying to find more things that you uh, to make myself useful and since we do alternate like me and the other medical student uh we alternate so i go in a room she goes into the next room and like so on When we get done with the room, like when I get done with the exam and doctor leaves and eventually the patient gets dressed and leaves, I just turn over the room now for the medical assistant because I'm like, well, I might as well do something. So, And she she has to keep chaperoning the doctor to each room. And so sometimes she doesn't have a lot of time to turn over a room and get it ready for the next patient. So I figure, well, I might as well do something and clean off the, the, the table and put a new Liner on it and make sure there's nothing left in the bathroom. And I mean, it doesn't take very long at all. It's just, but it's just like kind of one more thing that I can do. And I'm stealing this idea a little bit from Caleb because one of our other medical student friends, he's in, I think, a nephrology rotation, and he made made an offhand comment that he was helping out the nurses during one of his lunch times. And I was like, you know what? I could probably be doing something. (laughs) You know, if I'm if I'm just waiting for the doctor to let me see an ultrasound and whatnot, then maybe i'm missing an opportunity maybe i should just like take over some of the work from for one of the medical assistants and do something because i'm not gonna lie like i I started falling asleep in that office again
0: (laughs) (laughs) the old one um
1: (laughs) i have four kids that's my excuse (laughs) what's your excuse
0: I get up with those four kids every night. (laughs) You stay asleep in bed. Uh, (laughs) No, uh, that's a good point though, because I mean, as much as your preceptor reviews you, the office staff also, I mean, office staff talks and they have an opinion and they're, they are at least the office that I worked in. And I, the office that Eric worked in previously was quite vocal in what they thought. Well,
1: and, They, I mean, you think about it from like a preceptor's viewpoint, like he works with his medical assistant every day. And a lot of these doctors, at least the ones I used to work for, so maybe I'm transposing that onto this rotation. But a lot of the doctors I worked for had a medical assistant. It took them a long time to build a good rapport with them, a good relationship. And the medical, they they rely, the preceptors rely on the medical assistants to do a lot of work subconsciously, like I, you know, as Dr. Brooks will get in the room, he'll just reach out and like, he's doing us like a pap smear. He's the medical assistant has to just know what he's looking for. And generally speaking, she does a great job. Like she has all the swabs ready to go and knows exactly what he wants. There's only been like one or two occasions where he's like, not that one. And that was like, she had a hysterectomy and he doesn't want to use a particular swab to do a hysterectomy you know to do a like a vaginal swab as opposed to a cervical swab like it was a a very minor thing but like I guess my point is is that doctors rely on medical assistance for a lot and they value their opinion on many things and so if you make their lives a little bit easier they, they might you know like say that Tell that to the doctor a little bit more, and like be more and you know, praising of you, and that might give you a little boost in your well, it's a good thing to
0: recognize when you start to practice yourself that as as good of a doctor as you may or may not be, your staff can really make or break you oh, and yeah. you appreciating your staff and treating them well and not uh, as a peon underneath you is important.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you want to see 30 patients, you want to see it the hard way or the easy way? Like, <laughs> You don't treat your nurses well, you're going to see 30 patients the hard way, which is like, everything's going to be a struggle, everything, you're going to have to do all the work. Additionally, kind of on that note, we've, me and the other medical student, one of our things we've been working on with our preceptor has been his uncanny ability to just stand up and walk out of the room without saying anything and so we initiated a policy between ourselves like the first day which was whoever's turn it is to follow him just stands up and follows him and follows him regardless of where he goes so like sometimes you'll get up and go to the patient's door look look at the piece of paper that the medical assistant has taped to the door it's usually like blood pressure and basic information. And then sometimes it's he wants to walk all the way across the building to the other doctor's office and chat with him for a little bit. And sometimes he just wants to make a private phone call. But we initiated a policy. If he's not going to talk to us, he's not going to tell <laughs> us what he's doing. We're just going to follow him. <laughs> and so we've I think we've trained him a little bit now because there's been a few times and lately, like last few days, like. He'll get up and walk out of the room, and we'll start following him. And if he starts walking down the hallway towards the other doctor's office, he'll just look at us like, I'm just going to talk to Dr. Durkee. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> he'll wave us off. Like, So he's learned that we're going to follow him everywhere unless he tells us to not to.
0: That's going to be really awkward the first time that he like walked to the restroom or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, like, the restroom still is actually built into his office. Oh, that's like, kind of like nice. Like a side door. Uh, so like we don't generally follow him there. Uh, no,
0: obviously. But
1: <laughs> so we we trained him a little bit. Um, he every now and then still slips into old habits. So we still have to you know make sure he knows that we'll follow him regardless. Anyway, it was it, it's a work in progress. I think, and we were trying to make the most out of this rotation. I mean, I never I never started medical school thinking I wanted to go into OBGYN. gyn uh, I was of course there with all four of my kids' births, and so I saw a little bit of that. Uh, what that is like and that wasn't really for me that's not the the lifestyle and and being in clinic it still isn't exactly the the lifestyle I want to have I'm glad that there are people out there who do enjoy doing that work I, I I still want to get as much out of this rotation as possible I'm I'm just kind of prefacing this to say I'm not horribly upset that I'm you know not getting quizzed and pimped and uh, having to do the physical exams myself at this point. I mean, would it be good for me to know how to do a pelvic exam? Probably. Would it be good for me to you know know you know X Y or Z? Yeah, but.
0: But I don't think that's something that the previous students under him have done either. No. Um, or for that matter, Joe. So, yeah, I
1: think. I think. Joe, I would have to go back and ask him because he was only two days into it. Yeah. Uh, I had to ask him if if they had done anything more than just history taking and reporting back. But I, I, I'm still trying to get a lot out of this. Like, there's obviously ultrasound, there's procedures, and I was hoping to get maybe more procedure time because some of the OBGYN procedures are very similar or at least have the same kind of feel in the OR as general surgery and so i was hoping to get a little bit of that feel to it and i like being in the hospital a little bit so it would have been kind of nice to get kind of back into the hospital feel for things but right now we're just trying to make the best of it i feel a little bit bad for my partner because i think she was considering OBGYN gyn and so she's kind of seeing like she was testing the waters out a little bit to see if this is something that she would want to do but she's not like getting as much exposure or experience as she was hoping for.
0: Well, today you got to see a very, very pregnant lady. Oh yeah, we we, we had a
1: we had a lot of a uh, lot of people who were thirty nine, thirty eight, thirty nine weeks, so ready to pop. Some, some more surprisingly, like I'm 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 treading into ground that if you're a guy, just take note. This is not something you actually say publicly. <laughs> um, <laughs> some women who look like, yes, you are definitely going to pop. And are you sure you don't have twins? Uh, and then some who are like, you're too tiny. There's no way you're 39 weeks. Observations that you make in your head and not say out loud. Just saying. Yes. <laughs> but we did see there was one one patient who had come in and she was obviously in a little bit of discomfort. We were 39 weeks or so 38, 38. I can't remember what but we were just checking dilation effacement making sure everything was good i think they were th- talking about scheduling an induction date but she by the end of the appointment i think she thought that her water had broken and the medical assistant kind of thought along the same lines and then the doctor just he was having a harder time finding the heartbeat and he wasn't he was thinking maybe the Baby's position wasn't quite right. So he sent the, he's like, Oh, we're just going to do a quick ultrasound and make sure the baby's in the right position. And that was like an opportunity. Is like, You're going to go to the ultrasound room. And I was just like, I didn't even ask the doctor. I'll be completely honest about this. I just asked the ultrasound tech who was right next door. It's like, Do you mind if I watch? Because <laughs> I knew the doctor was just going to go to see the next patient. And it meant I was just going to go into the office and do nothing or do questions or whatever. So, why not go? And the ultrasound type was like, as long as the patient's fine with it, I'm fine with it. And like perfect. And I asked the patient, she grunted, and I took that as an affirmative and <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's fair. It's I mean, fair. We do in pain if mean, any any um, acknowledgement is <laughs>
1: Short. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I mean, she she wasn't like naked or anything for for the no. ultrasound. She they just had to it's expose Ginelli. most of her stomach, and it wasn't like in totally invasive. But it, it was, and it was really quick. Like she, the ultrasound tech turned on the ultrasound, found the head. The doctor had come in by that point, looked up, and said, "Oh, yep, the head's right there. Perfect. We're in good shape. You know, head down. We're good." And sent her off to the hospital because. Pretty sure she was going to be in labor. I do feel bad for that lady though, because like I think she wanted, I imagine she was leaning towards like an epidural.
0: Like if you do progress that fast and have the baby that quickly,
1: it's better than 48 hours of labor.
0: Well, I didn't, I don't, I never, never did that. I never had 48 hours of labor, but it's not, I mean, I did have what, 240? I think, I think Judah won out. At 43 minutes, and Nora was at 45 minutes. Something like that. From getting to the hospital and having the baby. But those are my two natural, and that sucked. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> but it was quick. But it was quick. So that's a more or less our rotation. I think the only other tidbit I'm taking from it is, since there is a little bit of downtime, and I am carpooling with the other medical assistant, it gives me a lot more opportunity to get to know the other medical student. This is somebody who I've had, she was in my term and i have had minimal, I mean, relatively some contact with her, but she's been pretty quiet. And so now it's been a kind of a good opportunity to talk to her, talk about what we're looking for in medicines, maybe some political stuff. We do share some political views, so it's kind of fun to, to actually chat with somebody who shares a similar worldview that you do. Uh, and it makes the 30-minute car ride go a little bit faster. But she is a unique individual. I don't want to, I guess, talk too much. Because I don't think she would appreciate it as much as <laughs> the next person. But uh, so far, I'm still striking out on movie references with everybody. <laughs> nobody nobody seems to understand my movie references, and it's, it's killing as, me. <laughs>
0: as a parent of four kids, a lot of our movie references are uh, Disney kids. or Pixar or some some form of those it's pretty bad
1: it's so bad i i tried dropping a thanos reference today you know how in the mcu like whatever whichever movie like he snaps his fingers and kills half the people in the galaxy and i was trying to make a comment about supply chain i know uh and she just stared at me blankly and she was like who's thanos (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I was like from Marvel she any studies th- more and she's than like us. no I don't I haven't watched any of those movies I'm like oh no. <laughs> I tried making a Storks reference today because Georgia won their championship today oh yesterday last night against Alabama and of I course told we're you in not Georgia. To.
0: I told you not to make that reference.
1: And nobody got it.
0: Yeah. Nobody gets them. You could you could you can, you can Text them to Brandon. Brandon gets them. I know. It just so, doesn't give you the satisfaction of seeing him smile or laugh or yeah. respond.
1: So I'm, I'm still striking out with movie references. It, it's tough. It's tough. Like, <laughs> the world's smallest violin plays for me all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> so I guess bringing it full circle, we started the episode off talking about how we've been doing a lot of special episodes lately. I mean, part part of that is because I think some of the viewers and listeners, not viewers, we don't have a camera. Uh,
0: Thank goodness.
1: <laughs> see Karen and all her...
0: My sweatpants, pla- plaid glory. Plaid
1: glory. <laughs> uh, but most of the listeners seem to appreciate when we do spotlights on certain medical students. And I think that I've enjoyed doing those interviews. Uh, I know Karen hasn't gotten to enjoy those as much but we'll see I, I think i do intend to do more in the future um those seem to get good receptions and I'm, and i'm i'm happy to kind of spotlight students to give them maybe some way to stand out maybe some notoriety and hopefully you know i, I hope it helps them in some way in their career
0: um, well and too, i think like when we were trying to get input about what it was like on the island or what we needed to bring or Everything, everyone had something different to say, and I thought it was important to get all of those opinions and kind of make your own based off of like five or six people's experiences, right? Yeah, you can so, aggregate
1: them and find out. Yeah, because about what. you
0: never know like what's important to one person might not be important to another,
1: kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, so I mean, in the recent past, we had Matthew Barvo, Givon Mall, and Joe Levi on obviously last week, and we're going to have more we're hoping we hopefully we'll have Joe on to do actual an actual spotlight on him he, we kind of briefly bree- breezed over a little bit of him it was mostly i think mostly i tried to focus it on the OBGYN rotation but i think he deserves more
0: yeah poor guy he <laughs> came over here to print off papers and we're like hey we're doing a podcast uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to jump in he's like uh sure <laughs>
1: But he he. We did have to do a minor edit, so I apologize if anyone has downloaded that episode twice and has wondered why you have downloaded it twice. There was a minor edit that we had to do. Um, there was a. It's one of our policies we do when we do interviews and whatnot with people, is we let them know that if they need something to be deleted, then we can delete it for whatever reason. And they asked, so we did, uh, and just took a little bit extra turns here and there but uh hopefully it wasn't too much of an annoyance to any of the listeners to see two podcasts show up in your feed um hopefully you you should be able to delete delete one i'm not sure if you anyway i'm not sure how that works for whatever you're using but we'll have them back when we've given them more time to prep (laughs) and so and then i think future wise we teased it i think before christmas about having a spouses episode where karen did her own uh, interview with two other medical students' spouses, Brittany Elu and Jamie Bennett. Yes. I finally sat down and did the editing for that the other day. It's good. It's pretty good. It's got some good information, especially if you're looking at moving into, onto the island, if you're going to start your, your preclinical years or your um, basic sciences years. It's got a lot of good information about what to kind of expect for... Study medical school, and then different strategies that uh, each of the couples have taken to kind of manage marriage and juggle marriage and medical school life. I think it's a really kind of a neat perspective. And I think it's helpful, even if it's just like you, maybe you have a different strategy just to know that it's possible. (laughs) I think that's a good idea. Because a lot of times, at least I, I got told by my college advisor that Medical school is like a full time deal, and you're not going to have time for anything, especially relationships. So, certainly was something to be concerned about. You know, going into medical school a little bit later than in life, and having kids and a wife, and you, you know you you want to be a good father, you want to be a good spouse you you don't want to get divorced. <laughs> Eight years, I would like to continue to stay married, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you want to be involved in your kids' life. You don't want to be that guy that shows up right before bedtime and that's the only time your kids ever see you or whatever so it's, it's a balance and i think it's good to see that different couples and different families have different ways to make it work and make it good for their kids and prioritize family life and anyway i think it's a good episode we're probably i think we're it's under review, I think, right now. I think yeah. we, we send we usually send off these episodes to the the people who were interviewed, so they have a chance to listen and let us know if they want something deleted, so we can delete it. And so it's under review. So hopefully we get the approval here soon. We can release it for you. So that's essentially our, our up and coming bit here. I did want to just kind of switch it over to. So we talk a lot about medical school clinical rotations and because i think a lot of people listening are medical students but obviously a big part of my life is family life so and karen more or less is in charge of that (laughs) and so sometimes take it away karen
0: take it away oh well i mean obviously i'm trying to think we didn't really talk about anything last week did we
1: no we haven't talked about anything really
0: so we did manage our our trip to and from texas yeah And that went better than expected. I
1: conceded and we we did do this 3 a.m. in the morning. I think we did talk about that a little bit. Yeah, Um,
0: Almost killed a deer. Or the uh, deer deer almost almost killed us. One of the two.
1: (laughs) I don't think... I think we would have been killed. That
0: woke us up at 4 a.m. in the morning.
1: (laughs) Good wake-up call in Alabama.
0: (laughs) But that went pretty well. Getting back and kind of getting back in the groove of things has been a little bit hard. Hard for... Just schedule-wise um, with the kids and getting them back onto school and organization-wise, I mean, we came back. I, I didn't think that we bought the kids that much. Like, I, I bought them a toy, a book, and two things for their stocking, and yet I feel like we have so many more toys. So I Our am,
1: bathtub in our master bedroom was full of boxes.
0: But those weren't from us like you have grandparents, you have aunts and uncles. Yeah. All, so the, the, the kids things.
1: may not like bandits this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm reorganizing
1: completely uh, vindicated. What? The kids. Yeah, Santa.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing was addressed from Santa, but they still believe. So yep. that's fine. Um so yeah, I've been reorganizing and we've slowly been working school back in um and the kids have I have been using the the switch as a um, the Nintendo
1: Switch. She doesn't have a belt.
0: No, we We are in
1: the south. You got to be careful.
0: All right, you got to be clear. (laughs) I have
1: been using the
0: Nintendo Switch as kind of like their little little bait because Daddy comes home and and we get ready. We get the kids ready for bed, and then um, the two youngest go go down, and that's time with the two oldest that that we have but they can lose that privilege if they are not good. I have yet to take it away from them, but they've gotten pretty dang close. <laughs>
1: but, and you had the math... And you, I think you mentioned it a second ago, the yeah. math land. And I've watched, I've watched you play that game with Oliver and Nora, and they seem to do decent with addition.
0: Yeah, and we've been doing the subtraction. Today we worked on comparisons, which didn't go over quite as well because they had an addition or subtraction problem that you had to do and then you had to fill in what number was less than equal to or greater than and so you had to i think it's too it's too much (sighs) concentration you have to remember too many things (laughs) okay so that one didn't go as well but they want the new little so how how it works is you have you have this Explorer that goes to all these little different islands and you, ha- you have to do math problems in order to earn points to unlock these islands. And the kids are wanting more islands, and so that's great. They can have more islands, but at some point, like Oliver clicked on the multiplication today and I was just like, the, it, we're not there yet. <laughs> 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 we're, we're not there yet. <laughs> no. So,
1: we are maybe years from that. <laughs>
0: But, no, they're doing pretty good with their addition and subtraction. We're still using visual aids with that. But, unfortunately, like, when I first got this game, and granted the game was only, like, what, two or three bucks, but when we first got the game, I was like, this is great. I can focus on an activity with one child while the other child is playing this game. Oh, it hasn't
1: really worked out. And it hasn't
0: worked out because I have to input the problems, the math problems. And then I have to help with the visual aid with it, which is, it's fine. It's just not working the way that I thought it would, but the kids do enjoy it. And so that is helpful because we'll do our reading, we'll do our math and then they can have, then they can play this game. Yeah. So,
1: and then uh, I think we finally got the phone call week or two ago that Oliver finally got accepted into speech therapy.
0: Finally. It's taken... It's taken nine, a long a good long months. time. Yeah, a uh, long time. But we are in... We
1: started I think we started last Wednesday.
0: Yes. And it's a little bit different than the speech that we had prior. So I don't know. We'll see. We go in again tomorrow. So it's every Wednesday. Wednesday. Every Wednesday. So that should be fun and hopefully we'll make some well and you said it's different
1: how 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 is it different
0: so in the past like they very much encouraged parents to come with and then our speech therapist had like a cabinet and she'd have Oliver asked to open open the cabinet door take out a toy and then you would play with that toy, and the toy had some sort of interaction thing. So, like, if it was a Mr. Potato Head, he would have to ask for the eyes or ask for the nose or ask for the mustache. And so you're getting those words in. And I'm not sure if it was just because it was the first initial appointment or what, but when we went into the therapist room, most of the toys, like, they had a shelving unit with toys that... You, children could just get into they did have a cabinet that she did take like food out for when they played with like the kitchen but even that like she just gave him these things and named them for him but she didn't make him repeat them or um, use them in a sentence or anything
1: and and it's somewhat encouraged that you could just drop your kid off and they would they come out to the car pick him up Go in, do the speech therapy, and then bring him back out to you?
0: Yeah, she seemed surprised that I went in with her. And, like, for, from my standpoint, I was like, well, I would like to go in and see what you were doing so that I can kind of replicate that at home and we can make greater strides We can forward. reinforce
1: it. We can really reinforce it so it's not like a new thing that he's just not used to weekly. It's something that he's used to doing daily.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I They did use game platform on the iPad and so I did write that down and apparently it is free for like up to five kids so I'm planning on signing up for that I have not done it yet (laughs) but I am planning on signing up for it it has a lot of like directional so like you put the pig in the barn or you put the pig in the shower or whatever and so the kid that was the one that they did last time so she was trying to have him do directional things so what I don't know. What was
1: the name of the program in case anyone might be interested
0: um, let me pull it up boom learning
1: boom like b o b
0: o o m boom, boom huh. learning, and I'm not sure I would have to i haven't actually been on it. I don't know if it's something that you create your own activities for your child to do or if there are curated ones we're
1: gonna we're gonna look more into it before we fully commit it sounds like
0: yes, <laughs> so I don't know those are kinda kind of things we're working on? on right
1: now and i mean the only other thing as far as school is concerned i'm just going to go back to school a little bit here sorry yeah. and it's basically we of course we're getting we're gearing up towards shelf exams so the 21st is going to be the shelf exam for ob-gyn really hoping to get a really high i'm really trying to get those honors you world is humbling me making making me humble on a very daily basis so Karen had a, a good point and I like it and I don't like it at the same time. Her her suggestion was to do timed u and which is what I typically do during my on, uh, my online portions. But during my in-person, I sometimes have to cut out. I, I can only do like one or two questions and I have to jump into a patient's room and then I can go back and do another couple questions. But she had a good point that a large part of my problem is I overthink some of these questions. Like I, I will immediately come to an answer and go, well, "Yes, that's the that is the correct answer." And then I will think about it for a second and go, "But what if? <laughs> what if this is trauma ovarii tumor?" And then I will be off to the races with the wrong answer, and then very frustrated with myself for getting the answer wrong when I had it right the first time. So. The suggestion was to do timed. Um, I'm sure I will do more timed as uh, as time allows.
0: On <laughs> <laughs> well, Saturday.
1: But I did take a practice exam. I think I got just passing or just just right at the passing level. So I will have to. I obviously have some more work to do. I'm tr- again trying for those honors. I I think it seems to be obtainable, and I should have a little bit more of a foothold here. Uh, so. Again, it's just lots and lots of questions. You world, uh, I might dip into my Kaplan question bank a little bit just to get access to more questions. I'm doing my inky cards every day. And I think I'll probably look up case reports or case files, I think is what it's called, is a book that you can just read and do. It's basically large vignettes that are more open-ended and you just read. So I might try to do that. Just anything that kind of kind of push us towards a, a good shelf score and that's one of the i guess benefits of this rotation with this particular preceptor is that he has given us lots of time to do questions he has stressed that the shelf exam is very important and he wants us to do well so like he doesn't cut us out early obviously from clinic we we, we end when he ends but like today i think we were done at like three thirty. So that gives us a little bit more time to go home, spend some time with the family, and then any day but today I would be doing questions. Today I'm going to be editing audio and publishing this podcast. So slightly different routine here, but anyway, uh, I, I still think that whole process. I, I've talked about it before in an earlier podcast about. Do, how to do your online portion, how to do your in-person portion, and basically what you want to accomplish before you get to that step, uh, that step, the shelf exam. And I still think that that's, that advice still holds pretty true. There's been a few adjustments here and there that I've done, but by and large, it's still the same advice. Um, if there's... I did run into this issue, I just want to at least put it out there. For Trinity students, some people have access to a drive that has the online med ed videos downloaded to and they just watch those it might be a good idea to just go onto the online med ed videos um, onlinemeded.org website make a, an account it's a free account and just watch the videos there because they don't have all the same videos i yeah the other medical student i'm with on my rotation I made a comment about I think urine incontinence and which which receptor contracts the detrusor, which one inhibits the contraction of the detrusor, and she just looked at me blankly, and I said it's on this this video, and she was like, "What video?" So she went back home, watched it, and was like, "Oh gosh, I have like three more videos to watch or whatever." So. If you're watching videos that were downloaded on a drive, that might be great, but just make sure that you're not missing some that are actually online and that are free. Um, on that note about, I guess, corrections, I do want to make a, one correction because I was talking to Dr. Zubro, I think on a previous podcast I made a comment about applying to residency programs and how the programs might be able to see if you've applied to both a subspecialty and their specialty, like if you applied to internal medicine and surgery. I was incorrect on that. I wanted to at least correct it and say you can actually, the programs cannot see that unless, unless you apply to a particular hospital that has multiple programs and all the applications goes through one graduate office. So if you're, let's say like, for example, Navicent Hospital up in Macon, which is local to us, has family medicine, internal medicine, and general surgery. Let's say I apply to general surgery and internal medicine. There might be one office that takes all the applications from the EROS system for residency match, and they will see that I have submitted two. So in that situation, they will know, and then they will judge you accordingly other programs other hospitals like if you just apply to one hospital for one program they won't know if you apply to a different program at a different hospital it doesn't matter to them you just have to be more careful about your application so i just want to make that correction because i was wrong on on that and i wanted to make sure i corrected myself
0: yeah and as always i mean we're here learning as we go through this through this journey so we we will we'll correct ourselves from time to time but as always if there's any questions please just uh reach out either through Instagram or on one of the podcast platforms? Which one?
1: Uh, you can rate us and, and review us on like iTunes is generally the big one. Uh, and you can leave comments on, I mean, you can leave a review with questions. Uh, I don't know if anyone has done that. I've, I have seen a rating, but I haven't seen questions or comments. Okay. So better best way to get things answered would be probably on Instagram, uh, medfamilymd. Yes um karen uh, does watch that we have noticed like we had gotten a response somebody had sent us something that was they were a student on saint vincent's so uh, they had listened and that was great i was it was kind of i really appreciate hearing that someone is listening and finding the content helpful um and then we recently had an email from an admissions person from trinity that they had listened to a couple episodes and they they enjoyed it um we, we did ask for some feedback uh, for topics, so yeah, if that happens, then maybe we'll have some more maybe topic-related podcasts. But uh, yeah, so that's the best way to reach us is Instagram, MedFamilyMD. You can find us on most major podcast sites, and uh, you can like and follow us on those. And again, like I said, if you rate us on iTunes, that would be great. It helps us get a little bit more of a reach. Uh, we we try to do this uh, mostly to try to help encourage students to take the leap into medical school. That you can do it. It's possible. Uh, it's a little bit. It's a lot of work. You got to commit to it, but you can make it. Um, but that should do it for today. We're going about as long as I want to go, <laughs> <laughs> and we still have to make dinner and eat it. Um, so we will talk to you guys next week.
0: Bye.